This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yo. Yo. I am. So you updated your iPhone, right? I did. What's with this bullshit now where, like, everything's fucked up with the, with the update? Everything is really, really slow. Have you noticed that? Everything's sl- and, and you know they do that on purpose because then it forces yeah, you to buy- then, they, then, then you're forced to buy a new phone. So I have a group of – there's a group of 10 people from my fantasy football league, and, and all, all they do all day is talk shit. So they'll be like hundreds of me- – like if you fall asleep for like three hours, you wake up, there's like 500 messages. That would be extremely annoying. <laughs> but – uh. I put it on uh, on like Do Not Disturb or whatever. They have a new name for it now. Okay. It used to be not. Oh, now it's uh, Hide Alerts. So whatever. So I, I just look whatever. But anyways, all these ten people. One of the ten people have like a, a like a cricket phone or a T Boost Mobile or some bullshit, like a a Droid. And you okay. know, you know, if, if you have someone in your group that's not an iPhone, it like fucks everything up. It instantly makes everything green and nothing moves fast at all. Well, it makes it green, but like now I haven't been getting messages for two days in that thread. So like everyone's talking really? shit about me because I'm actually in first place. I'm three and zero. I have the best team in the league. This is my expensive league too. Oh, so I'm missing out on everything. And right. I was just wondering. I mean, I've given people tips like the retention department, and I've tried everything. Right? I've tried. I've restored the network. I restarted the phone. Um, I've added emails to people's names. I've gotten rid of the one in front, like one seven seven three, whatever. I got rid of the one. Um, I've tried every option. I, I've I've deleted the thread. So wait, wait, you just don't get an alert that there's a text message, or you just don't get the text message. I'm not getting any text messages in that thread. And, and this happens a lot, and a lot of people in this group, like you'll wake up on a. It, like the next morning, and you'll have seven hundred messages. My question to you is: Are you getting? Are you, are you just not getting text messages, or are you getting? Are you just not getting the alert? Or there's a text. I'm not getting either. Because I've noticed that people will say, "Hey, I texted you," and then I look at the phone, and there's no alert. But then when I go to the actual text message, you can see that there's a message they posted to me. Yeah, not, not that. It's both. I don't. I don't get anything. So I might I might wake up tomorrow morning and have eight million messages because this this happens all the time, and I was just wondering if there's anything that could be done. Well, did you call AT and T and do the old uh, retention program so they give you a new iPhone? <laughs> oh, by the way, one of our listeners said his wife tried the retention department and did not work. And and I want to mention this: if, if if the retention does not work, then you just call back the next day, and someone else yeah, will answer the may, phone. You may you may have just got some guy who's an asshole doesn't really care. Because there's always, yeah, there's always a chance that there's one stickler. Those are the rules. Like, like Mary, remember Mary Maloney in the movie Rudy? Yeah, of course. Where she wouldn't let him join the boosters because he didn't, he wasn't a student at Notre Dame. And then he's like, oh, Wait, Mary. Can we, just, can we just pretend that I didn't say that? Yeah. Those are the rules. Sorry, those are the rules. And, and Rudy was just trying to get laid, remember? That's right. He was drunk. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. Hi. Yo, how does your garden grow? <laughs> <laughs> then you can't be part of the boosters. Oh, wait. Can we just forget that I said anything about that? Sorry, those are the rules. I'm sorry. Those are the rules. And even when Rudy, the first time when he wanted to, uh, you know, he wanted to work with them, he, he, she wouldn't let him go to the, she wouldn't give him a game ticket because he didn't have his ID because, of course, he wasn't even a Notre Dame student. But it's so funny that, like, she's really being a stickler when all he was doing was spray painting gold crap on a helmet. That's it. He didn't yeah. get a student for that. He's doing slave labor where he might fuck up his lungs with that paint. Exactly. Free la- You're going to take out free labor because he's not in school. And do you remember when, when he first met her, he had her wave at John Favreau, too? That's right. He's like, thanks. Those are the rules. That guy over there, you just wave. 
wave at him real quick. All right, thanks. <laughs> well, how lame is John Favreau where that does it for him? I know. How did he go from, from that? You know that was before Swingers came out. Oh, of course. How did he go from that? And, and you know that's where he met Vince Vaughn, right? Because Vince Vaughn was the yeah, quarterback. Vince Vaughn is unrecognizable in that movie. Like, I did not know that was Vince Vaughn until like, I read the credits. I'm like, wait a minute, that was him? Yeah. I mean, he has a minor role, but still. Well, he's kind of the guy who, who starts a fight with Rudy. Come on, man! What are you if trying to prove? That if you had half the heart that Rudiger has, you may have been an All-American. You're a poor excuse for your character. What do you think? He goes, he, goes, uh, he goes, this guy's a joke. Well, that just sums up all four years of your career yeah. in Notre Dame. If you had half the heart that he had, you'd be uh, you'd be All-American. <laughs> Get out of my sight! Was there a bigger prick than Rudy's brother? The one, remember? Okay, so all he did was oh, talk yeah, shit yeah. to Rudy. He he yeah. bang, didn't he bang Rudy's girlfriend? He married Rudy's girlfriend? Or no, that was a different brother. That but, was a different brother. But the main prick brother. Because remember, at the end, he's he's at when Rudy's dad goes to Notre Dame finally, and he's like, "This is the most beautiful sight these eyes have ever seen." And then he's like, "Come on, dad! Come on, dad!" Like he gave he wouldn't even let his dad enjoy that moment. Yeah. And, and the whole time, all he did was talk shit to Rudy. Hey, Rudy, yeah. were you out there playing? No, but I was, uh, you know, I'm on the practice squad. I know he goes, uh, he goes, sorry, Rudy. Every Saturday, Dad and I flip on the TV to watch Notre Dame football. We just don't see you there. <laughs> well, then how did I get this? How did I get this black guy? How did I get these marks on my nose? <laughs> What a shitty life Rudy lived. He slept in, on the janitor's cot because the, well, the janitor have like glaucoma or something. Yeah, something like that. And he had to lay down like once a day. Sometimes my glaucoma acts up. I don't know nothing about that. You hear what I've said? I know nothing about that. Oh, anyways, back to my original point. If anyone knows how to fix the iPhone. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I don't know where we're going with this, but I like it. Yeah, if anyone. And, and, oh, and, and like I said, the retention department, if there is an issue. You just call back because there's always some you know prick what? like Mary Maloney from Ruby. Like you almost have to, when you whatever you do talk to the retention program. I've noticed that you have to be nice to them. Oh, of course. So I whenever they call, they go, you know, well, you know, they can call the retention program. Can I help you? And I always go, hi, how are you? And they go, oh, we're good, thanks. How are you? And I go, you know what? I'm not doing okay. And please let me explain. That immediately disarms any kind of like I can't wait to get this asshole out of here kind of a uh, attitude. Oh yeah. Well, it's like you have to, you have to turn on the charm if you, if you exactly because these people don't forget don't forget what they deal with. Okay, base, you be the guy at the retention department. Okay, hi, thanks for calling retention. How can I help you? Man, fuck AT and T, man, it fucking sucks. Fuck you. That's like their normal Sir, call. Sorry to hear that. What can I do for you? Fucking sucks, man. My text messages aren't going through. It fucking sucks. Have you tried restarting your phone? Yeah, sir? tried it all, asshole. Fuck off. Then they hang up. Now, now base, now, now I'll be me <laughs> calling. I think you were calling the retention program. How can I help you? Say your name, though, when you answer. They oh, okay. Say Hi, this is the retention program. My name is Mark. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. How are you doing? Good. How are you? What can I do for you, Mr. Uh, I see on my screen it is pronounced Abe Kanan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's close enough, Mark. Um, how are you doing today? Okay, sir. What can I do for you? You know, maybe you could help me out. You know, I, I've been with AT&T since 2001, so it's 16 years. I love AT&T. I think it's the best service. I never drop any calls. But I'm just having this issue with my text messages, and um, I'm going to need half my bill uh, deducted. <laughs> sure. Why don't you go ahead and give me your social security number? <laughs> let me go ahead and punch you into my system and see what deal I ever got. <laughs> but it, it's like you're, you're, you have to, like, flirt with Mark. Yeah. You have to make Mark feel good. Like you have to get him, like you know, get it, get some tingling sensation down in his yeah, lower extremities. You, you need, you need to pop the balloon where the empathy comes out from. <laughs> I always do the. Uh, hey, you pretend to be the uh, the guy, and I'll, I'll call retention department. This is Terry. Hey, Terry, how are you? Hey, how you doing? Hey, that's what are you, a radio guy? That's a really deep voice you got there, huh? Well, you know, I do some things here and there. <laughs> I listen. I I love AT and T. I've been with you guys forever. I'm just I'm having an issue, and 
right now I'm in a situation where I could go to a different carrier for a little more money, but as you can see, no, a little less. Right wait, now, base, base, what, wait, base, you just fucked up. What do you mean a little more money? You always lie and say that. Oh no, no. well, T-Mobile offered me half of what I'm paying now. That's that's a go-to line right there. <laughs> I always do a little more because I want them to be like you know. You know, a little more is going to save this guy, but half is that's a little more. No, no, to. you got to say a little less, though. A little more. Why would you pay oh, more? That's why I'm a little less. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> but half is a lot more aggressive. I, I'll, I'll use that one. That's, that's better. All right, continue. I've been with you guys since 2001, and as you can see, I've I've been loyal and and I've always paid on time. I just want to see if there's something that we can work out before I have to say goodbye and jump to a ship that I don't really want to go to. Is there any deal that we can work out or anything that you can do to make me happy? No, oh, Dan, I hate to hear that. What's what's the issues? Well, here's the problem. <laughs> so how, how so what how's this working so far? Right now, I don't even know what the problem is. Well, the problem is my text messages aren't working. Oh, we that's an easy fix. The new iPhone. I have a feeling that I heard somewhere that the iPhone that I have may not be being supported anymore. And I don't know what to do. I just finally paid this thing off. Is there anything that can be worked out or a deal that can be done just so I can try to uh, stay with the flow? Dan, you sound like a guy who's on the cusp of technology. Is that true? That's just what it sounds like to me. Well, hold on one second here. Hold on. Is this Sam from the IT department? Ladies and gentlemen. Sam from the... Is this Sam from the IT department? Hello, gentlemen. Okay, so this is this is the, this is what they would do. Base, they would send you over yeah, to the. We're gonna, we're gonna go. We're gonna go in and uh, bring in my <laughs> my manager at this time, and he's gonna he's gonna talk to you about different options that we could do to uh, make sure you stay a loyal AT and T customer. Can you? Hi, hi Sam. Uh, Sam, you're on with uh, with with Dan Levy. Levy, <laughs> yes. You're talking. You guys are talking about Abe's iPhone iMessages. We that we 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 actually were. You're correct. Yeah, I had a feeling. We are, in, we are in mid-roleplay. We're actually walking people through the retention program protocol. Yeah, because one of our listeners said that his wife called retention and they were not helpful. But I said you got to just call back and get someone else. Have, have so you wait, did, you call AT and, did you call AT&T? Is that what you did? No, no. I said one of the listeners. Like, you know, my retention no, department. I, I, no, I, I, guess, I know I understand that. But, I mean, I know you said it, it, it corrected itself this evening, right? Yeah. So did you call Apple or AT&T? What happened? How did you fix it? Oh, oh no. no. Like, I didn't fix it. You the story. It's, it's not fixed. I didn't call anyone. Okay. I, I, I troubleshooted everything myself. Did, did that link I sent you help? I already did everything on that link, actually. Okay. Hopefully hopefully my phone will fix itself. But have, have either one of you guys... I know you haven't, Sam. So, base. have you ever worked at like a customer service phone place? I worked at... Uh... I've worked for telemarketing places, but not customer service. You have? Yeah. Like where you call people? Yeah. Oh, my God. When, when did you do that? Uh, that was a high school job. It was one of the only high school gigs that you could get where it was like $11 an hour. So what would you do? Well, that, that, that's a lot of money for the late 90s. Yeah, it was, it was Omaha, Nebraska, which is like the telemarketing capital of the world. And Good for it was, you. It was, it was so what were you calling about? It was fantastic. What would you call? What would you call about? I would call people in Compton, California, and have them sign up for credit cards. <laughs> in Compton, it was the worst neighborhoods in the wow. world. That's I would great. get people on the hook for like credit cards with the worst wow. interest rates. What a piece of garbage! <laughs> and I would, and it would always start off like you know you call these horrible neighborhoods, and you'd always reel them in by going, "Ah, hi, you actually been a." Uh, pre-approved for a credit card with a limit of $10,000. Oh, man. <laughs> what a piece of wow. garbage. Oh, yeah. They're like, all right, $10,000. Sign me up. Base, you know how many people's lives you ruined? And I'm not joking. Well, listen, the neighborhoods yeah. I called, if I ruined it with a credit card, not things that are going on in and around those neighborhoods, I probably did them a favor. No, but these are people who, like, should not be in debt. Like, these are people who couldn't afford. I bet, Base, some people are still paying off those credit cards. Oh, I'm sure they are. I guarantee there's people from from that call you made base. How how does ten grand? Nah, man, give me fifteen. Fifteen. Let me talk to my manager. And then three seconds later, well, 
We're making an exception. You've been approved for fifty base. That, that so so that's where I was. You gonna, have a seventy five percent interest rate, so we can go ahead and we can go ahead. And, <laughs> we'll, we'll go ahead and process that. base. Hang on, that was uh, that was my question. When did you ever have to say I need to talk to my manager? All the time. Okay, did you actually have to talk to the manager, or was that just a play? Well, it was. It was just some nutbag who was like also in high school who was like the manager, and would just who kind of just walked through and just went uh. Uh, yes, if it's okay, Dan here is going to go ahead and uh, record this voicemail. We just want to make sure everything is uh, is top notch. Is that okay? <laughs> okay, I'm putting Dan back on the phone. No, but would you ever have to like if they said no? I want twenty grand. Could would you really like? Because I've had this before. Where I always get called from these gambling sites, and they're like, <laughs> "Oh, we could offer you, you know, a five hundred dollar bonus if you buy in for five hundred. And then I'm like, "No, I want a thousand. And then they go. Let me talk to my manager. And then they're literally back in five seconds. Yep, I'm going to – our manager said he will do it because you're such a great customer, even though I never have played on their site or anything. <laughs> and I, I never I never end up, like, getting on the site because I, I just start asking for more and more stuff until finally they really can't do it. <laughs> well, can I get some casino chips, too? Like, what else? Oh, uh, let me talk to my manager. Like, there, there's no – I, I got to believe there's no way there's a manager. Never, it's never the same manager, right? They don't even bring they, you. They they literally disappear for ten seconds and come back. Yep, I talked to my manager. We went over those nine <laughs> discussion points. So base you. So you call you call people in Compton, right? And you. So this is back when like the the real estate. Like what's that movie called? Um. Uh, with Wolf of with Wall Street? no no with Christian Bale and Steve Carell the big the big short. Oh, the, yeah, the, the, the yeah. Well, this, this was is like this is like ninety seven ish. So okay, I thought yeah. That was like, but yeah, I guess that's kind of around the same time. Ninety seven. You were like fifteen. Oh, seventeen. Oh, what did you fail twice? How were you seventeen and not? First of all, I was born. What do you call it? I think I was born after the cutoff date or one of the cutoff dates. Oh. <laughs> and my mom didn't think I was mature enough to go to the preschool. Yet. Wow, you 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 should hold that against her forever. That's, Why? that's not to be the guy that I am today. That's the worst thing to do to your kid is to hold them because I always hated those kids who were a year older. You always that looked at them like they were scumbags. Like you that got all mad at me for going to one year older. But you know what? No, we I thought you were you like were really nice to me when I was the first one to get a driver's license. Yeah, but still, we still think you're a loser. Like Sam, you remember that kid that we knew that would. The kid who, um, okay, describe him. He met, he he would always say like he was he's a great tight end or something. Yeah, because he could run, he could catch. That kid was like, I think yeah. he was two or three years older than all of us, and he was in Sam's yeah. grade. It's like he, I don't know if he yeah, failed he once. Like he, four, four failures or something on his We had I, I when I was in Connecticut, we had a kid whose dad purposely failed him just so that way he can have an extra year to play basketball. Oh my god! And he wasn't—he wasn't even that good of a basketball player. He's going to play he basketball. Thought was, he thought it was one of those things where the kid was going to—he really, thought the kid was was really, really good, and if he held him back another year, he would be amazing. And I was like, "Wow, you just really are stripping away education." I'm going to put you in with Rick Pitino. He's one of the greatest men I've ever met. For <laughs> <laughs> a coach's yeah. advice, we're going to go ahead and hold you back a year. Meanwhile, Rick Pitino was banging women on the the, the table in an Italian restaurant. Now, now they're fine. What he do? What's he doing now? Extorting money. He was, he was okay. getting he got busted for bribery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Like a three year FBI investigation. What What was he doing exactly? Do you guys know? It there was, was like a hookup. They were like they were like showing up. They were like paying yeah. him to like they, they were paying him to like to for get his players who were one and done to sign with these agents. And there was like all sorts of like. The, the athletic director. There's like a whole thing like where they were tied in with they had Adidas. Um, yeah, the, 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 the coaches. The coaches get to decide which contract they want to go with, the Nike or Adidas. And it turns out the athletic director's cousin was the head of Adidas's brand managing or whatever. Oh, so it's, like, it's just yeah, one guy. It's just one guy in like political shit yeah. going after another. Number one, I think kids in college should get paid a hundred percent. Like. That edu- the education means literally nothing because they yeah, go for one but year. That's only, but that's only for the top few athletes, though. Yeah, like like I mean, if, only, like if, if I if base made the team like as a walk on or someone like we were talking about Rudy. 
If someone like Rudy, who just barely makes the team, no, you shouldn't get paid. But Derek I mean, Rose, like, you, guys, guys, guys. If you look at the top athletes in college football and college basketball, just in those two sports, at the top programs, those guys aren't even going for school. The schools are using those guys to make the schools tens of millions of dollars. Oh, if you're one of those guys, there's 99 other athletes playing lacrosse or golf or some sport nobody gives a shit about. Exactly. So those, I think those elite athletes who are going to be going to the NBA or the NFL, they should get a salary. Of course. Because the school is not educating them at all. They no. don't even go to class in many cases. Yeah, because they're leaving after oh, one year. To be honest, they, they should, there should be like a stipend. You know, like some places if you're like, if you work for the journalism, the journalism department and you're like, you know, working for the school newspaper of a college line, there's, there's like a stipend. You know. Yeah, something. But if you're like... Something for these kids to live, because a lot of these kids, you know, actually it seems like the majority of these kids come from very poor backgrounds. But if you're like the backup punter, the the scholarship is plenty for you. Oh, yeah. Like you, don't, like, 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 like you said, Sam, there should be tears. Like when Derek Rose played, you knew he was going to play one year, he was the best player in college that year, one of the best. Yeah. He should have got like five hundred thousand dollars for that season, honestly. And he should have made Johnny Manziel should have made a million bucks to Texas A and M. They were selling Manziel jerseys. Oh, they were selling like how's jerseys. that right? They were selling the term Johnny right. Football. Like, how could they sell a jersey with his name on it? Yeah. Like, how's that? How's it's, that legal? It's, 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 it's very dirty. It really well, is. What I, I, I don't understand is that the NBA has developed a minor league system, but how come players? Have to be have to wait to get to leave college to go to that. Why don't they just open it up like baseball does? And say, hey, we drafted you. You're 16 years old. When you, the minute you graduate high school, you can jump in the MEDL, and if we think you're ready, well, well I, I, I think I think that's what I mean. I honestly think that they would do that, but I feel like college athletics. There's just so much money to be made that even for a while there was a trend where athletes were skipping. Top athletes were skipping college entirely. I mean, like LeBron James, Kobe Bryant. There was a bunch of them. Kevin Garnett. No, they were. Everyone was for a while. Yeah, like they, they, they implemented that new rule where you had to go for one year, which made no sense. Do you think LeBron needed one year in college? I mean, he's the greatest player right now. No. Do you think that one year would have changed him? I don't think. So. Do you remember? Do you remember when he made Sports Illustrated because he said he wanted to skip his senior year of high school? Right. <laughs> Did he say that? That that's that's what everybody was like. Oh, now you're getting. Who a little... said that? Base was that? That was LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> Did wow. he say? That? And you know what? And, and you know what? He probably should have. One more year. Because yeah. I, I, in many I, cases, these guys go to college and they suffer a career-ending injury, and it ruins their chances of, of making them. I will say, LeBron. Just one more year. LeBron could have used some some grammar uh, and language skills. Oh, you think he would have got that in one year in college? No, no, I'm just saying, like, you could tell that did he really didn't did, care about did his Derrick education. Rose, did Derrick Rose get him? Well, Derrick Rose. The, Ro- the, the minute I hear an athlete say, I was going to ask you that. At the, like, Not even I, ask, I ask, but what? Before, I think like, LeBron oh. seems like a pretty intelligent guy, actually. Yeah, but, I, but I'm just saying the way he talks and some of the words he uses. Yeah. I know people who have master's degrees who could use some grammar lessons, too. I mean, it just depends. I know, but. Derek Rose. Yeah, okay, think, okay, Sam. Sam, LeBron, a better example. LeBron was going to get a good education in one year. Well, Derek, wherever he would have went. Derek Rose didn't even think his SAT. Is, is Derek is Derek is Derek Rose illiterate? Yeah, I, I believe so. Like, could he read? And I'm not. I'm not trying to make light of people who can't read. But I mean, most of these premier athletes, they were like five, six years old. It's not their fault. They've been that Well, that's what I'm saying. It would have helped if, if, like, the teachers, that. if they had some good teachers. That said, hey, no, I want to make sure Derrick Rose could read. Because it's going to... Yeah, but, and, I, but see, I run into a litter of people every single day in my life. The only difference is that Derrick Rose is making $10 million a year, and most of those people don't have jobs. So does it really matter if Derrick Rose could read or not? Yeah, but it would have helped him because, you know, I'm sure at some point he'll get cheated. Like, whoever his longtime manager is, who knows how to read? At some point, that guy's yeah, going to do something. I will say this. It is amazing what happens when you can dunk a basketball in the seventh grade. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. It makes you not worry I, about I, reading. I, I know I know for a fact I've had gone to a couple of years of summer school for failing math classes or these guys right. they throw on SAT. Well right. I would, if, if we were if we were doing windmill windmill jams in seventh grade, I wonder if we'd be able to read right now. Oh, uh, they would yeah, they'd be like, Hey, can you just sign your name on this paper? <laughs> Perfect. You're going to yeah. the, you've already graduated high school. Well it's yeah. funny. Yeah. We we exactly. went we went to a school that didn't even have good athletics. 
we went to a Catholic school, so it was like a lot of white guys who who thought they were gonna like make it to the next level, and they got treated like that. Like they're big morons now because they yeah. like kids like that. I okay, I understand if you have LeBron James in your class. It, it, there's no doubt he's going to the NBA, but Burns from St. Lawrence High School, who's like some fat slob <laughs> lineman. Like maybe maybe you want to make sure he could read. I mean, yeah. I, I I don't want to say he could name, but I'm thinking about this one kid who was just a big moron, and, I, and he he's lived a tough life since high school. Because when you tell these kids that they're going to be the best, you're going to do what I couldn't do, son. If my knee didn't blow, I'd be better than you ever were. Just know that too. You know that, <laughs> right, son? Yeah, I know, daddy. You know it. If my knee wasn't out, I probably wouldn't even had your dumb ass. So do what I couldn't do, pussy. <laughs> These poor kids. You almost feel bad for them. I remember the kid who said, yeah. I wish I could just quit school and just play football. Oh, man. That kid's having a tough life, dude. All, all the people yeah. I remember, who, all the kids I remember who talked about football nonstop, they're all living pretty tough lives. It's not yeah. fun. Because when reality no. when reality kicks it's like, in. It's like Al Bundy. All they, all they do is talk about, like, that Saturday when they, when they threw four touchdowns. Yeah, oh, I scored. Remember that when I had that interception? <clears throat> then I got laid. <laughs> <laughs> I've said this a million times, but if the greatest years of your life were in high school, there's a definite problem. Yeah. I mean, that's I that, that's that, that's some tough years. When you were 14 and 15 were two of your best years. You're like 45 yeah, now, and 14, 14, 15, 16, and 17 were your top years <laughs> for, for everything. That's when I got laid all the time. Getting laid with with under underdeveloped girls. Uh, that's, come on, that's so right. Like you're talking about. Well, I mean, you're under. Well, hey, 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 you're underdeveloped too, though. I mean, that's irrelevant. No, but I'm just saying. Like, I know, I know. These were your premier years. Got laid left and right. And then remember, they would talk about it too. Like the coach would be like, "Hey, are you guys getting laid?" Like, why? Yeah. Why is a forty year old guy talking to fourteen year old kids about getting laid? Anyone needs condoms, you know where to, you know where to go, right, guys? You know where I keep the condoms, right? In Locker sixty nine. Sixty nine. Yeah, coach gave me a couple That's condoms. Very cliche of you, coach, but good to know. Coach gave me a couple condoms. <laughs> but it is it is really like the movie Blue Chips, right? College oh, basketball. God, yeah. Remember Ricky and Blue Chips? If you've ever seen Blue Chips, it's a great movie. It's about Shaq is in it, Anthony Hardaway. <laughs> I want one of those. I'm, I'm going to need about $30,000 in cash. Put in one of those nice Western University duffel bags. I'm going to need um, a tractor for my dad. Get, the, get out of here, Ricky! Penny Hardaway, right? Penny wanted a house and a job for his mom. Who was the white kid? Was he, uh, was he a real basketball player? No, he's just some hick named Ricky. Get the fuck out of here, Ricky! Get out of here, Ricky! <laughs> we gave a guy a car. Oh, Can you imagine what, how many rebounds you would have got if we gave him a Ferrari? What else do we give him, Happy? <laughs> happy, what else do we give him? We give him houses? I don't know. <laughs> I love that guy, Happy. The best money can buy. <laughs> You'll never coach in this town again, you bum. The best is when he found out that Tony was part of the point-shaving scandal. Yeah. Not Tony! <laughs> you know it's funny after reading all the stuff today about uh, about you know I like the first thing I did was I wanted to watch Blue Chips. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. That is a great movie. That's one of my and favorite the sports. Part is the, first, the person who busts the story is Al Bundy. That's right. He was the media guy. Yeah. That's right. Yes, I forgot about that. Told you I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask you about the about the money. <laughs> <laughs> what else we buy kids tractor? Got a guy in tractor? I'm gonna need about thirty thousand cash. Uh, put him in those Western University double bags. <laughs> Sam, how many times did we quote that one scene in our lives? Yeah, a million. Very, very many. And I'm gonna need a tractor for my dad. <laughs> I love how Sha- I love how they brought Shaq a car. He's like, I don't want this. Yeah, right. Like Shaq had such. No, no, he goes. He goes. I didn't ask for that. Just doing my job. Yeah. No, no, I don't want that. Yeah, see, after I checked up the moral high ground, yeah, I forgot, I, I forgot all that stuff. Oh. Get out of here, Ricky! 
Remember the white guy was always staring at the girls in his classes? Oh, Ricky, yeah. And he's like, come on, yeah, man. And he, he, he tried to show Petty Hardaway, and Petty was like all bothered by it. Yeah, come on. No, he's like, come yeah. on, Ricky. <laughs> Wasn't there a good soundtrack for that too, Sam? I'm sure there was. That was like... Was it like ninety three, ninety four? It wasn't just, was, but or was it just Shaq's rap yeah. songs? I can't remember. <laughs> right, so I'll take a look. Let me see. Yeah. <laughs> While Sam's looking, um, we went to a concert. Uh, well, so uh, we were in Vegas for a whole week, which was. Uh, I still can't believe you spent an entire week in Las Vegas. Yeah, I can't go longer than two days there. Well, I, I, most of us weren't there for a week. Abe decided to go a few extra days. Yeah, Sam was only there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sam was only there four nights. I right. was there for... So Sam did the, uh, Sam did the uh, normal allotment of college. <laughs> yeah. I, I, was there, I was there for Wednesday through Sunday, and I felt like that was too long. I thought that was too long. I thought I, I could have shaved the day off easily. I was there Sunday to Sunday. <laughs> Seven nights. God. Yeah, that's that's way too much. At one point, I was down a ton of money, but luckily, thanks to my roulette strategy, I won most of it back. So we could think that, or else I'd be in trouble right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for my roulette strategy. I remember, I remember I was just texting you randomly, forgetting that you were still in Vegas the whole week. I go, oh, are you up or down? And it would just be in total caps. Down. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I get a text like that from Abe, I'm like, oh my god, I hope you come back alive. Yeah, I mean, honestly, there, I could eat, if I lived in Vegas, I probably would die. I, I'd either somehow win oh, a yeah. huge jackpot would, or I'd be would, murdered. You would die. You'd, you'd only last a few months. I'd be like that guy <laughs> in the casino. I'm like, come on, man, can I get ten dollars? Can I get ten dollars? Because you know what? You know what? Based some people could live in Vegas and like. Just live a normal life, but people like Abe, if he was in Vegas, it'd be too tempting to go every night to the casino. It's it is too tempting for Abe to go to Indiana to gamble right. on a regular night, let alone right. be in Las Vegas where all you got to do is just walk half an inch in your hotel and, and trip yeah. on a blood table. Yeah, there's too many options, and like it, the, the, there's too much thirst. Like I, this is the first trip I've ever in my life played slot machines now too. I usually, 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 like if I go to Vegas, I won't. I don't have to gamble for another two years. So I'm like, man, I am sensory overload. <laughs> Whereas I, saw, I was literally, literally playing poker Abe, yesterday. Literally saw Abe at work yesterday. He goes, God, I just started playing poker right now. I'm like, <laughs> you? I went. Yeah, just, I, you know, just had a week in Vegas. You know, you know, I played poker yesterday, right? I figured you did. <laughs> I went to the casino yesterday and played poker. Did you really? Wow. Yeah. How'd you do? I lost. Well, you know, it's funny because I wanted to play poker while I was there. I never had time to. So I'm like, oh, I want to play in a tournament. So, so wait, after, wait, wait, wait. You spent a week in Vegas and you didn't have time to play poker? I was busy playing other stuff. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> but anyway, Sam, do you find that soundtrack? Yeah, it's not very. I mean, it's it's actually not bad, but it's not what I thought. In my head, I was hearing like Diggy and Tupac. It's like Bob Dylan. I was thinking all on the Watchtower. Yeah, I do remember that because they were playing that when he came to talk to Ricky. Right, that was playing in the dorm. Oh, that's that, right. Oh, Tony, yeah, Tony. That's my guy. Tony, yeah, my yeah, Tony, God. Yeah. <laughs> not Tony. <laughs> not my Tony. But it was not what I thought. I was hoping to Disney with the Above the Rim soundtrack, which is another bad. Well, Above that the Rim is the one that had regular. That's the one that had regular. Yeah. Now, Tupac was in that movie, right? So, Yeah. That's a, that's one of the most underrated basketball films of all time. That was a good film. That was I, except, I, I, for, I except, for the beginning, except for the very beginning where the guy's friend dies because he slaps the backboard and falls off a roof. <laughs> Maybe try to watch that too. We should do a double feature: blue chips and and yeah. uh, above the rim. Above the rim. Yeah. Remember I the? Think, I think just just because we did most of the dialogue, Rudy's in order too. Yeah, but Rudy, we'd have to do another double feature with Rudy. Like, do Rudy and um, what's another football movie we could do? Like Necessary Roughness or something. Ooh, the program. <laughs> Friday Night Lights. Oh yeah, the program. The program. That's what we should do. Yeah. Well, the program, too. That was another fuck-up. Tommy Kane, or whatever his name was. Time to put the women and children to sleep and go hunting for dinner, boys. 
And then he would go out and like lay on railroad tracks. Remember all a yeah. bunch of kids started doing that then? Yeah, they 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 actually laid on like the um the street on the um the paint the markers to separate the lane. Yeah. And they would like lay on paint while cars were driving down the expressway that was pretty stupid trying to get that same rush as tommy kane i think i think some kid died doing that like the first weekend the film was up that scene from the film that was during the days like when people did stuff when they saw movies like yeah like they oh jump off a roof <laughs> yeah they're oh my god people are shooting each other in uh in new jack city i'm gonna start shooting people in the movie theater well my yeah. grandma said when when the superman tv show came on the original one like, kids would put a sheet around their neck and jump off their roof. Oh <laughs> that's how God. stupid people were. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's a pretty people good gauge. So that's a good gauge of, like, how intelligent your kid is. Yeah. Like, if he jumps off a roof with a sheet around his neck. Because like, I never... Or if, or if your kid dies because he decides to, to lay in the center of a highway just to feel cars <laughs> living by you and dies yeah. for that. That kid, that kid was meant to not ever go anywhere in life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think he was going to figure out the cure to cancer or anything. No. Yeah. No. He was meant to do something else. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't. I don't think he had to If anything, he was meant to like stumble over like like anatomical like or someone's dead body. Like that's the only good yeah. thing he could ever do. Like he's out in the forest doing something fucked up, and he finds a body and it's someone that like, yeah. they've been looking like like one of Drew Peterson's wives. Or he accidentally stumbles over a winning lottery ticket that nobody yeah, Exactly. And then he gets, and then you know he'd get murdered. Those are the kind of people when they win the lottery, they do get murdered. Yeah. Like when you watch the lottery change my life or what's that other show? There's a lottery show where people, they always get killed at the end. Like, oh, Ronald won the lottery and then he started hanging out with this woman and then he, he, she was text messaging with his phone and then we haven't seen him since. Later, he died from an armed robbery that went horribly wrong. <laughs> Six years later, he had a heart attack, but no one ever saw him. And we, we know he died, but he, he left all the money to her. <laughs> she has in turn snorted all of it and is now dead. Hey, too. you guys don't have a will, do you? <laughs> no. Well, there's a will, there's a way. Do you have one base? No, but I should. I mean, it's not like you have this mass fortune anyway. I mean, like if... if if you or I die, I hereby, I hereby will you all my students' debt. Yeah, like, like what, like my Martin guitar is my probably best thing that I own. I don't know, Sam. Would you take that, or who would take that if I died? Oh, I don't know. I mean, whatever you want to leave. No, but let's say I, I don't have, I don't have a will, so no one's, no one has okay. it yet. So would yeah, you... I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't really be worried about that, honestly. I mean, if you died, I wouldn't be thinking about your guitar. <laughs> I, I'm still a little bit disturbed when you were like pushing me to do a will. You were like, really, like, be sure to leave me a good amount. I mean, I, was, <laughs> I still think about that. That was really odd. Like, just... I, I, for like a moment, I thought you might try to kill me. Well, if I was going to kill you, I wouldn't be asking you about your will. Like a multi-episode all the time, like our own show, was, like we're convincing me to do it, and like you know what you want. <laughs> it was really, really Sam, weird. Sam, leave me the cash, and then then I, yeah. after Sam's funeral, I go right to the casino. God, Sam would. would I'm going to put this money on thirteen for Sam's birth, six and thirteen for his birthday. That's what he would have played. Yeah. Could you imagine? Okay, let, Sam. Let's say you left me fifty thousand dollars, right? And I put all of it on number thirteen to hit. You know how much I'd win. Who cares? <laughs> I was gonna say you'd yeah. you'd blow it in poker afterwards. You know you know how much you know how much I would pay though. It'd pay over a million dollars. Good for you. It'd pay like one I point. That it would. Matter. It would point. It'd pay like something like one point seven five million dollars. Yeah. Well. Good luck. But then I had to put fifty thousand dollars on one roulette Jeez. number. I want to thank Sam for making me a millionaire. God. How big what of a degenerate do you have to be to take money someone left you after they died and gamble? With yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty big. I was going to say, we'll let you know if it ever happens for you, Abe. <laughs> Did you see Jerry Lewis? He left all six of his sons out of the will. That's messed up. But I think, I, 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 and he left all his money to his current wife and his adopted daughter. So that tells me that those people, the current people, are the ones who took care of him. And, you know, I'm actually all for that. 
I think that when you're old, that's when you need people the most, right? Of course. So I think that when you're old, the people around you at that point of your life are the people who should get everything. Because those are the people who actually care about you. The the, the family members who are just like, oh, uh, when she dies, I'm just going to make sure I get a nice paycheck. But they're not helping you out. Like anyone who actually helped. Like if, let's say you, you were in a home. Those caregivers, I'd leave them the money. Why would I leave it to some ungrateful family members who aren't even helping me? You guys not agree with that? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't think about that really. I, but it doesn't make sense. All I, all I can say is agreed. Yeah, but honestly, it just doesn't make sense. Like the people who yeah, just, but it's all situational. Maybe those kids were asked. He just said, "You know what? These kids are ridiculous. I'm not giving them anything." Maybe. Or maybe I mean, those kids reasons. that grow up all their lives knowing that Jerry Lewis was their dad, and they yeah, were like, "It's probably that actually." We'll never go away. <laughs> but every I get... person walks up to me and says, "Hey, lady, I want to kill myself." <laughs> <laughs> but he hasn't. I guess he hasn't. T- when when he he cheated on their mother, and I think they lost contact with him. Okay. Like for instance, if if my father died, it's not like I would ex- not that he has anything to give, but I wouldn't expect him to give us anything. We don't talk to. Yeah, him. he's not. He's not exactly Jerry Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to leave. Of the night. I'm gonna. Of the night. I'm gonna leave this. Uh, like I don't even know what he would have to leave. <laughs> not exactly Jerry Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, if you're dead, was Jerry Lewis? Would you probably try to have a relationship with him? I don't know. I mean, I guess I'd have to see what an asshole Jerry Lewis is at first. Well, ba- like real based on everything shit, I've seen, he seems like a huge piece of garbage. What if, yeah. what if your dad dies and he happens to be like a secret millionaire, but like gives it to like some nutbag that like some guy that he really, really likes to think of, you know, like a bouncer. I'm pretty, I'm like, it, man, it, it, I if, my dad, if, if my dad died and he was a secret millionaire, I'd be in the same situation as Jerry Lewis did. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't get anything. But but I, I so. with, with with all the data I've collected over the years of knowing him, I'm pretty sure he's not a secret millionaire. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it would be the biggest shocker ever. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's actually impossible that he's a millionaire. <laughs> like if I saw like a homeless guy laying on the street all dirty, I think there's a better chance that he's a secret millionaire and doesn't know it than 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 our dad. With all, the, uh, all, all the data that I ran through my uh, yeah. fucks capacitor, it turns out <laughs> that my father is not even close to being a millionaire. But wait, what, what what I was about to mention before we talked about Vegas was Sam and I went to see the Nine Inch Nails. I must say, that might be the... Since I've seen like Pantera back in the day, this is the shittiest crowd I've ever been around. Do you agree, Sam? It was it was bad. I mean, I, it's hard to say there's been so many bad crowds, but it was definitely there's a standout standout crowd. I, I think Trent Reznor would be ashamed if he saw some of his fans like such yeah. progressive music to have such angry yeah. pieces of garbage like watching your concert just mean like slamming yeah. through. Was next to me, like there was a guy next to me actually. He was like actually barking like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> They all have halitosis. Well, I mean, bitch, you got you got to go to more shows, man. That's, that's pretty much no. All every I mean. time you guys have told me about a show that I like, I had a, I, I had tickets at Nine Inch Nails concert I didn't go to, and hearing that story alone makes me even more thankful I didn't go. What do you? you Bass always has tickets for stuff and he never goes. Like what? What's well, the? Bass, you, well, you, you, you get a lot of tickets. You never go to anything. Well. One of these days, you guys will have what's called an anchor, and then we'll see exactly how many concerts you get to go to. But why? Well. But why even get tickets then? Do you just want to say I have tickets? Like no, yeah. no, they're just like they, no. The, I mean, I'm friends with the guy at the radio station. He goes, "Hey, if you do end up wanting to go, uh, your name's on the list." They, right, I got those nin. Go, yep, I got those nin tickets. I'll be seeing I'm nin. I like sweet as uh Any chance Wu Tang Clan is open up before them? All right. Wu Tang did play. <laughs> Wu Tang did play that festival. I know, just not that night. But you had a three day pass, I assume, right? I'm better. <laughs> you don't even know. Mason <laughs> <laughs> wants the best tickets. He doesn't want to go. Though. Make I sure I'm close. I had the tickets, I didn't go to that concert. 
Yeah, when ba- ba- Base finds out later that they only had a one day pass. What? I thought he comes back and he's super angry about it, even though he had no intention of going at all. No, the next day the guy's like, "How was the concert?" He's like, uh, "It's good." He's like, "Yeah, sorry, I only gave you a, a pass for Friday. Uh, we didn't have any three day passes left." What? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean a one day pass? Uh, then how do I get it all three nights? But God, the hell, <laughs> Sam, the helitosis. The shit smell, everyone, yeah. everyone mad. Like that look, just that. The, yeah. the, honestly, there was a group who I thought were neo Nazis. Like, <laughs> they, that's what they look like. It looked like when um, the guys who raped Edward Norton in American History X. Those where he's like, that was pretty sweet, boy. Remember those guys? Yeah, that's what they look like. Like marching all picture fifteen Phil and Selmos when he was like ripped and bald. Yeah. And bald. Fifteen of them walking back to back, slamming through everyone, angry, smell like shit, piss, helitosis. That 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 was half the crowd. Now on the opposite end of the spectrum, I saw Green Day last month. That was the finest crowd I've been around in many years. I, I don't know if you agree with me on that, Sam. That was a, that was a good crowd, actually. I haven't been around a crowd that that was that nice, and I I don't know what it was. That was a nice crowd. It was it was a diverse crowd, men, women, all ages. All races, everyone was happy. I saw all these old guys like jumping up and down, singing every lyric. Everyone around me, there were like nerdy looking guys, there were like bigger guys, but all of them, it wasn't like, like, let's say it was the same neo Nazi looking guy, but at the Green Day concert, he was jumping up and down singing. He wasn't staring at everyone. Ugh! Like those guys, those guys literally, they just want you to make eye contact so they can punch you in the face. What are you looking at? Ugh. Yeah, you on the I ground mean, now. Yeah, Some of those guys really were just looking to fight, like anything they could do to pick a fight. What are you looking at? Just pushing random people for no reason. Huh? Huh? <laughs> what are you looking at? What What are you looking oh. at? Get out of my way! <laughs> and they don't even know any of the songs. They just want to like they just want to punch people in the face while the songs are playing. I wonder. I wonder what those people do for a living during the day. Are they like work at the quarry? Are they, are they just are they just like random guys at like Starbucks that are filling up like no, 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 no. They're they're angry. They're doing something that's really yeah. No, they don't. They don't go to Starbucks. They're... Probably pounding out rocks. All day. They don't like. They don't like. I don't drink that shit. I only drink piss. I drink piss. I only drink black coffee. Folgers House or what is it? Maxwell House Folgers. I only drink Folgers. I only drink this. <laughs> Folgers house. I only drink Maxwell House Black. What's that creamer that you were obsessed out? Oh, land. You know, I actually stopped drinking that, but Land of Lakes. Land of Lakes. Land of Lakes. I don't drink any of that sissy cream. Straight black. And a shot of oil. Make it even more black. <laughs> Fuck all. Fuck all. That's a shot of oil. <laughs> Could you, man, I feel these poor women that have to be with those kind of guys. Where's my oil and coffee? WD 40. Where's my. <laughs> There's my coffee. I only drink it out of styrofoam cup. But where's my oil? Those are the kind of guys who always, they always have to have dinner on the table or they beat their wives. Where the fuck's where's my dinner? Where's a hot meal? Yeah, as, as, you, as you know, I, I, had to, I, I had to get my chemotherapy today. Fuck off! Hot plate, hot sex. Hot plate, cold beer, hot sex. Yeah. Uh, cold beer. They always want a cold beer. It's not cold enough. Should have been on ice since nine a.m. <laughs> if you're if, if you're in this situation, you're. I know we have we do have a we have a large we have a large amount of female listeners. Run! I'm telling you, run. Leave. Tell your parents where you're going, and make sure that they, the guy does, he'll he will kill your parents. So just, your parents, you probably already killed your parents. No, but he will, once you leave, he will kill them. So let them yeah. know. 
like I just will kill your parents, Sam. <laughs> that's some different strokes. That's another. Yeah. That, the, the greatest. Ep- I'll get back to this thing, but the greatest episode of different strokes. I'd also make sure you're in there well before that happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The uh, when Sam McKenney <laughs> on different strokes got kidnapped, and the guy goes, "Sam, I will kill your parents." <laughs> Yes, sir. It wasn't even funny, but we laughed at it every no. time. <laughs> same with the same. I remember, with, I remember being disturbed by that episode. I remember being kind of scared, actually. Oh, I was scared too. Remember the different strokes molesting episode, though. Hey, Arnold, yeah. let's play Neptune, King of the Sea. That, I always like when he. I always like the scene of that where or uh, Arnold goes, "Whoa, I've never seen that in a Mickey Mouse cartoon before." <laughs> <laughs> That show was the darkest show. Every episode. So, remember the episode where Dudley's father had can- he had lung cancer, and then as soon as he closed the door, he lit up another cigarette, and then it faded to black. Like what a dark or way. The, to- or when the Santa Claus put the gum on the door and stole all the presents. Yeah, or, or when uh, when uh, Dudley comes walking out of the bathroom with his pants unbuttoned when he's just about to get molested. When Ki- remember when Kimberly almost got raped. Yeah, that guy had her in, in his like uh, in, the, in the camera area. And then how how do you go from getting almost raped to the next episode? You're like at a pumpkin patch. <laughs> like it would literally jump from Kimberly being raped. The next episode, she's like, like wouldn't that that would fuck Kimberly up for the rest? of Like it, what it did was it fucked up Dana Plato, the woman, and she ended up dying. But Kimberly, the character, literally the next episode, she was hanging out with the crew from Give Me a Break, or not Give Me a Break. What was the show with with Mrs. Garrett? <laughs> Facts of life. Yeah, Facts she was hanging life, out. Yeah. She was hanging out with all those like Blair and, and Tootie and everyone. Okay, Dad, I'm going out for the weekend with Blair and Tootie after almost getting raped. Sam went from literally being kidnapped for like a week. He was kidnapped for like a whole week, right? Oh, hey, bud. The world don't move to the beat of just one drum. And then the next episode, Sam was like playing <laughs> guitar with his dad. What was I? Oh, yeah. Anyway, so back back to the um. To the guy, uh, if you're one of those women, and and we'll we'll wrap the podcast up on this. Run, like if if you have one of those guys, all he's going to yeah. do is he's going to drag you down, ruin your life. Figure out, a, like I, I know there's someone in this situation. Any yeah, guy, if you, any, sneak, if, you to, if you have to sneak out to listen to this podcast, <laughs> why are you listening to that sissy shit? I told you about that. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? I said don't listen to that sissy shit. Where's my Maxwell House coffee? I need a meat and a potato. <laughs> Where's my protein? Hot plate, cold beer. Hot, hot sex, hot meal, cold beer. So the bottom line is run. And if you're one of those guys, it's not too late to stop being an asshole. So do that, too. If you're one of those guys listening, which I doubt because... We have the kindest listeners. But if you're one of those guys, change the error of your ways. And uh, we'll holler next week. Hey. Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.